Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your blessing, Lord. We ask you to bring us into your perfect will, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Again, I've been sharing about Zelu, but I just want to shift a bit, and um, I'm going to share with you about three words, and um, I want you to listen very carefully, because you have to listen carefully to stay with me, Amen. I'm going to be sharing about deceptions, delusions, and failures. Christ Jesus came to save us from our delusions and our failures. Amen. Amen. Now, a delusion is something you believe that is not true. It's not true at all, but you believe it very strongly. Very, 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 very strongly. And it is something you believe in spite of contrary evidence. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. And it is something that you, you actually believe in spite of whatever evidence is given to you. Amen. Now, there are many things that we believe. You know, I want to just say this, that in the natural, when we are diagnosing that somebody is mad, so there are different kinds of mental problems. But when we actually diagnose that you are mad, that means you have schizophrenia, you are bonkers. There are two main symptoms that we look out for. One of them is delusions. Am I right? A delusion is something that you believe in spite of the evidence that is there. Maybe you believe you are a soldier in the American army. You get it? And they explain to you that, look, you are in Ghana and that the person standing here is a Ghanaian and in Ghana. 
and they will show you that, look, this building is a building in Kolegono. And it means you are in Ghana because we couldn't be in Kolegono if we were in America. But you still believe that you are in America or you are an American soldier. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? It sounds funny, but this is, you know, what we call a mental uh, illness or madness. When you are bonkers, you have schizophrenia. For instance, you may believe you are a white man, and they will explain to you that you are not a white man, you are a black man. Then they will go and bring uh, colors, the different colors of the rainbow, and show you the different colors that exist and explain to you that this is red, this is yellow, this is white, this is blue, this is whatever, this is black, this is brown. And this is brown. And look at your skin and look at it. And the person will say, no, I am a Chinese man. <laughs> that is a delusion. And it is one of the key symptoms that you look for in somebody who is bonkers or mad. Now, there's another one, but I don't want to tell you about that one because I have to explain too much. So, in the natural, you are off. Now, spiritually, you are seen as a spiritually madman when the light is come. Do you understand? And still, you believe something else and you continue going in that direction, in the other direction, as though you have not had the light shed on that darkness. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And so angels in heaven looks at us and wonders whether we are, I mean, they see us as mad people who are continuing in a particular way in spite of all that has been shown to us. Forgive, Lord. Do you understand what I'm talking about already? God has shown us the light. Turn to John chapter 3. I'm preaching. Thank God that the music has been able to be stopped. John chapter 3, verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19. This is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hated the light, neither cometh with the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds May, may be made manifest 
that they are wrought in God. Notice verse um, 19. This is the condemnation. This is the condemnation. In other words, this is what brings condemnation. Are you there? That light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. In other words, there is light here, but we are staying where there is darkness. You get it? And there is water here, but we are staying where there is no water. Why? There are two people in the Bible who in the natural are spiritual types of Christians. One is the madman of Gadara. You realize that the whole problem is the way you think. God is trying to change the way we think. Kenneth Hagin wrote a book long ago called Right and Wrong Thinking. And one way of thinking is a form of thinking with delusions and deceptions. Delusion is stronger than a deception because deception, you may be deceived, but evidence has not been shown to you yet that you are wrong. But a delusion, strong evidence has been shown to you and still you are going on that road. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So your delusions are things that God sent Christ to come and save us from. Things that we thought were the way and the right thing and what was true. And God sent his son, you know, with the light to be the light of the world. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness at all, but shall have the light of life. And he sent his son to come and show us the light, the way. And yet... People love darkness and decide to progress in darkness in spite of the fact that there is light. You imagine you are walking in a forest, very dark bush, maybe not a very uh, tall forest if you like, but bushes. You know, and I tell you, recently I was driving around Sakumono and uh, as I was going there, out of the bushes came a very big black snake must have been a cobra. I tell you, and it just came. It was there, long about from here to the end of the stain. Big black, and it stayed in the area. And the, it has got a lot of children by now because it's, it was a big snake, you know? And you realize that, so if somebody asks you to walk through this bush and in the night, Will you not be afraid even to park your car in such a bush? The snake can go into the engine. The other day, Pastor Eddie had a snake going into his engine and into the car. <laughs> Are you listening to me? And if, if you have to walk on this road, would you not, if there was light somewhere else, you know, there's light somewhere else, would you not rather go on the place where there is light than to walk in the midst of thick darkness? You are walking through this bush. Why would you do something like that? Or why would you continue to walk in such a place when there is light somewhere else and it's far safer? 
It means you, there's, you are either a snake man or there's something wrong with you. There's, you are a snake man. And that is why you are persisting on that road as a snake man. I mean, there must be some reason. And I tell you, this madman of Gadara, when he was cured, you see that, it's, it's the Bible says, and when they saw him sitting in his right mind, in his right mind, I said the right mind is what we are looking for. And you see that it's because the mind is not working correctly. That is why people behave the way they behave. Because our minds are not thinking correctly. That's why the Bible says, when they saw this man sitting there clothed and in his right mind, they marveled. May you have a right mind from today in Jesus' name. We need a right mind seriously. Because when our minds are not working well or working correctly in the correct sequence, you know, I want to recommend to all of you, on Sunday I preached... Um, both in the first service and the second service, I want to recommend those two tapes to you, especially the second service, and especially the first service too. <laughs> no, I, I want you to listen to it. Listen to it. You take it. No matter what it involves, you get the tape and listen to it. I'm telling you something to do. Take it home and listen to it, especially the first and then especially also the second. Spoken without words. Get it? Now, another man that you must also look at, you realize that it was his thinking, his mental, is the prodigal son, or bad is here for. <laughs> Are you listening to me? The Bible says this boy, he followed whatever and went far into a far country and destroyed his life. He wasted his substance on riotous and spot everything. And he intentionally traveled as far from God as he could. But the Bible says when he came to himself, another verse, when he came to his senses, he said, listen, how many of my father's servants are not enjoying far more than I am? And one of the lowest professions you could ever have in those days was to feed pigs. I mean, feed a goat, feed a sheep, feed a cow. But for pigs, the most despised animals among the Jews. Yeah. I learned it when I was in Jerusalem some years ago in a hotel because I like pork. And I asked, do you have pork? Oh, we don't have any pork. There's no pig here. There's no pig in Jerusalem. <laughs> There's no pig in Jerusalem. <laughs> we have this, we have this, we have, but we don't have any pork. There was no pig in the whole of Jerusalem. How are you going to find a pig here? And that is why when the Bible, Jesus was telling that story and said that, and he, he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Who gave him to the pigs to feed? And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the pigs did eat. That showed that he had fallen to the lowest possible denominator. But when he came to his right mind, just like the madman of Gadara, where his mind corrected, 
I see your mind correcting in the name of Jesus. We need our minds to be corrected. We need to be able to see and think correctly, quickly. There is no point in thinking correctly at the end of your life. When everything is over and when you can't change anything anymore and when you can't correct anything and you can't make any changes but it's important to think correctly now. The Bible says when they saw this man, a madman who was moving around, when they saw him sitting and clothed and in his right mind, his right mind, they marveled. When the prodigal said, when he said he came to himself or he came to his senses, and his right mind that he said I will go back this is what I'm going to do now it was foolishness that had taken him to that place may you be delivered from every foolishness in the name of Jesus amen so you are blessed how many are blessed with the word so far <laughs> I bring you greetings from Durban South Africa and uh, we were in Durban we had a good time the Lord blessed us and uh, the church is doing very well. The church is there. Also visit our church in Pretoria. They're also doing very well. Everybody sends greetings. Amen. Back to delusions and deceptions. So there are several of these delusions, things that are not true, that are so much a part of us that we live by them. We die for them. We die for a delusion. Delusion number one. I'm going to give you delusions. You are there. Delusion number one. Is that it is better to work for earthly rewards it's better to work for earthly rewards than to work for heavenly achievements amen it is better to work for earthly accomplishments than it is to work for heavenly things. Now, what did Jesus say? Turn with me to Matthew chapter 6. Verse 19. Are you in Matthew chapter 6 verse 9? There's some light is there. There's a touch light in verse 19. Right there. What does it say? Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through 
and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Amen. Amen. Now I just want to, you see, I am going to be preaching to you about what Jesus preached. You know, Jesus said to them, go out and preach about the kingdom of heaven. When you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. One of our delusions is that heaven is not a very real place. Delusion number two, it's not a very real place that, you know, we have to prepare for. Heaven is not a really real place. And, and the Lord has impressed upon me, son, preach about heaven. Preach about eternal things. Preach about spiritual things. Because Jesus said, go and preach saying the kingdom of heaven is like this. Jesus was preaching about heaven all the time. He was talking about God. He was talking about heaven, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. All the time. He was preaching the kingdom of heaven. And you don't want us to talk about heaven. You want us to talk about everything on this earth. And orient the church towards earthly things. Earthly achievements. No. God has called us to be pastors and preachers of the truth. And to shed light upon the things that are dark. And he's telling us, you see, because there is a delusion. And, and no matter how you explain to people they still continue in this way as though they don't have the contrary evidence or the word of God has not been spoken to them to explain it. Even pastors, we pastors are affected by this thing. It will be explained to you that heaven is real. It will be explained to you about all these things, about what God wants us to do in eternity. And how this earth is not our home. And how we are just here for a short time. Still, all our efforts, you see, our sacrifice. You see, one thing about Zelu. Zelu is not prayer. Zelu means a desire. And what your desire is, uh, is manifested by your decisions. It's manifested by your prayer topics. It's manifested by your sacrifices. It's manifested by your fasting. It's manifested by the efforts you make. It's manifested by the things you do. That's what shows us your zelu. Your zelu is shown by all, not just your prayer. Because sometimes you can pray for something, but you sacrifice for another thing. Let's say you can, you can, you can maybe pray, Lord, I pray for a husband. But when it comes to a husband, you may sacrifice the husband for a job. Or you may pray for, uh, 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 say, Lord, I pray that you make me a, a man of God. I may pray that you make me a a servant of the Lord. And then when it comes, you sacrifice the becoming a servant of the Lord for something else, for marriage. Or for anything else. So your zelu, we don't just see by what you pray or what you say, but by a totality of all the things you do, your sacrifices, your decisions, especially your decisions. Your life's decisions show your zelu. Show where God is. 
show who God is to you. And you see, there is that delusion that we must work for this F. It's a lie. We must pile up. We must heap up as much as we can. We must get as much as we can. We must suffer for this earth. Suffer to gain on this earth. We must really pay the price to get more things. More money, more cars, more houses, more of everything. We must, we, must, we must live for it. We must go to school, pay the price, die for it, sacrifice, get, do everything for this. But that's a delusion. We must die for Christ, for heaven, for things that are eternal, for spiritual things, for something that will last. And Jesus said it lay not up for yourself treasures on this earth, lay up treasures for yourself, treasures in heaven. You want me to preach about what? How to get money? I will preach about how to get money. I will preach about how to get to the kingdom of heaven. And those of us, and those of us who are seeking the kingdom of heaven, we are getting more money than those who are seeking money. Yeah. Those of us who are seeking the kingdom of heaven are getting the things which people are searching for. Who are searching for this, this, that. They are not getting it. We who are searching for the kingdom, we are suffering for the kingdom. We are dying for the kingdom. We are paying the price for the kingdom. And we are getting the things people are struggling for with all their lives. It's being given unto us. And it pains those. You see, when somebody is also suffering for something, and it's like, it looks like this other person is not suffering for that thing. He's rather getting that thing. It pays them. Now, I just want to tell you, I don't have to show you a thousand millionaires for you to know that it's not worth it. It's nothing. I don't have to take you around the world. Some of you want to go all over the world before you believe. I know you haven't traveled before, but you, you want to go and see that there's nothing to get. Yeah, you somehow we say, but you don't believe. But God is calling you. God wants you to stand up and come out. Come. You said when He came to his, his, Himself, you saw that He took a different journey altogether. The Obadi said, For that's the prodigal son. And then. The madman of Gadara. Now, how do they say it in Chi? These two people. And they said, and when they saw him eh, sitting and clothed and in his right mind, they marveled. Angels are watching you. Hoping for you to put on your clothes. And hoping for you to come to your right mind. From heavenly perspective. The Bible says you think you are rich and you are powerful and you, are, you have riches. But you don't know that you are poor and you are naked and you are wretched and you are miserable. You don't know. From the heavenly point of view. You are wretched, naked, miserable, poor. When I was in South Africa, Devon, you know, the pastor took me to his house, and when we were going, he showed me some of the 
beautiful houses in the area. And, uh, and he told me, he said, you know, just a few houses away, there was this uh, mil- mil- very rich Indian man. He was building a house. And uh, he was telling me how much. He said he, the man used about 10 million rand, or 11 million rand, which is one point something million dollars. He had just, he, he bought, I think he bought the house and he was, he poured in that money to change the house. And he said, just a week before we came, you know, he was, in, he was in a house and then he was showing them different things, what they should do and so on. And then he put his hand on some balustrade or some, uh, yeah, balustrade. What do you call it? Balustrade. Yeah. <laughs> he just pressed it and then he slipped. You know, he slipped and then he fell over and he just died. I tell you, he never entered the house. I said, my God. 10 million rand. 11 million rand too. That's million dollars. Dollars of millions. You know, and when we had the earthquake recently in, in Ghana, just a few weeks ago, I was with Pasoko at that time. We were, we were doing some work together and and then I just said, Poh! and I said, Oko, did you, did, you, did you feel that? And I thought about it. You know, I was in my own house. And I was thinking, so supposing my house comes down now, it's not everything to me. It's not everything to me. But for some people, it's everything. Everything is what you have on this earth. And that's what I'm trying to say, that you are moving on the wrong road. Look, Mina Mekatsra who said, this earth is a short earth. It's a short existence. You may not believe it. Very short. It's a delusion. Come to God. Whoever you are, whatever your educational status is, whatever your background, whatever your area, whoever you are, come to God. God will use you. Search in your heart. Decide to search for heavenly things. Lay up, lay up, lay up, lay up, lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. Lay up in heaven, not lay up on earth. But when we say lay up in heaven, everybody is laying up on earth. Exactly the opposite. I'm telling you what people, when you talk about people's, the sacrifice we are making, the time, the time, look at the time. I was telling somebody, you said, you said, oh, I'm me, but I'm me. But first, I mean, I'm working for God. And so I said, you know what? Go to your workplace and tell your work people that you will come there on Tuesday and Thursday evenings, only from 7 to about 8.30. And then tell them that you will come also on Sundays, just uh, for two hours. And see whether they would like to keep you at that work. Go and tell them. We are not prepared to, you will give God a pittance. Of our lives virtually nothing and we say we are working for God God is calling us I tell you all these things you see we as pastors we are under pressure to preach money to you because you have itching years and all you want is more money establishment security cars this that that whatever and pastors are also under pressure to buy the most expensive cars so that people can also hail us and almost give us approval by the nature of the car that we have been able to buy for ourselves when did the car show who you are when was it that a car tells us that god is pleased with you or not 
or a house. Please. We are under pressure. And it's based on the delusions, the thoughts that, you know, this is, and I'm telling you, God is calling you to lift your mind up. Look, I'll tell you, when I was in medical school, eh, in the 19, 1985, I think that was when I took a decision. You know, I was, I've always loved the Lord and so on, but there was a time that my heart just moved like this. Because, you see, I gave myself with energy to the school to learn and to prevail and to excel. And I looked at the other, but you see, when you are aspiring for something, you don't know. When they preach to you, you don't believe it. I didn't know that this is what I was aspiring. I wanted to be, you know, one of those with distinctions and credits. And I wanted to be among the top class medical students and those who do this and do that. And, and the top five students were taken to England for one year. I, mean, I, I aspired for all those things. But I didn't know. If you ask me, I would say, of course not. I'm serving the Lord. But after, what happened was, you know, I had an experience in the exam. Where all that I had learnt was useless. You, you don't know how I learnt, I tell you. I learnt everything. I learnt so hard, so much. And you see, God showed me how futile it is. And some of you medical students, you don't know what the medical school was like in those days. I tell you, it got, it got so, it's like you pile up and you heap up and he makes it useless. In just five minutes, it's nothing. For, for, and I was in second year from 1983. Then we went on Rollins' Aluta for one year. And then we came back. So it was 1985. So I, my th third year had been expanded to about almost two years. Yet almost two more than two years. So it's like if you repeat, then it becomes... Three years or four years, just in one year. <laughs> oh, man. And some people had also repeated A-levels and have come. Repeated all of them and they've come to join. So now, if there's another repetition comes inside, you see that the thing is becoming more. And I, I, I work with all my heart. One after the other, each of the examinations. When I went for anatomy, I've learned so many things that they gave me the simplest bone that you could have, which is this one here, the humerus. They gave me. Pasajma, you know, isn't it? <laughs> 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 they gave it to me in the exam. Okay, talk about this. Easy. Easy. And then they were asking me simple questions I didn't, I could hardly even answer. And I was very tense. Then I went for physiology, and anatomy, physiology, biochemistry. When I went for physiology, there was a Nigerian man from Ibadan was sitting there. Then I sat down, 15 minutes. He said, how do you make palm wine? I said, <laughs> you see, the exam is determined by those 15 minutes. Because even if you have failed, through the discussion there, they will take you up. Or even if you've passed and through the discussion, they can bring you down. Or you can stay at the same place. And it's just oral. And there are about 10 of them there, 50, eight of them in there. So I, they started, palm wine. <laughs> I said, palm wine. 
I don't, I don't know how to make palm wine. Oh, no, no, you must know how to make palm wine. Can you believe that? We stayed on this palm wine for about 12 minutes. How you make palm wine? You see, there's a reason. Then it got to a point, one of my lecturers sort of said, oh, you know, in Ghana, we do things differently. We make palm wine differently. I said, no, 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 you, you, you must know how to make palm wine. Then in the end, he said, then he showed me how to make it. So you see, we climb a tree, and when you climb a tree, you go and do something at the top of the tree, and then you milk something that will come out of the tree, and so on. So I said, yes, sir. Then he said, then what can happen to you when you are making the palm wine? I think I said, you can fall down. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> then he said very good and then after that what else can happen I said I don't know then he said you can break your back then he said if you break your back you will get spinal shock what is spinal shock so it's because of the spinal shock he has started from the palm wine So he said, what is spinal shock? I said, I don't know what is spinal shock. Because I didn't know what it was. You don't know what is spinal shock? I see. Okay, spinal shock. Then he started to teach me what spinal shock. I was listening. I said, hey, is this my final exam? Physiology. What is happening to me? And then he asked me, my time was up. He asked me one question. He said, okay, young man, you can go. I look at the man. I said, my God. All the things I know, <laughs> all the things I've learned, all the things I've prepared for, you have not asked, you have made everything useless. In 15 minutes, you have quenched all my efforts, all my studies, all my sacrifice, all my pain. And you are saying I should go out. I got out of that chair and I look at that man and I trembled in my spirit and I walked out. Then I went for biochemistry. When I went, it was, everybody had gone. You know, I was the last person. That morning, it was lunchtime. And the examiners were hungry. They were tired. And now I was going. So I was the last person. I was sitting outside the door. My roommate went in before me. I don't know how come he was also there. When he went, and I heard them shouting in the room. My heart started to beat. I said, what is happening? People are shouting. This is hell. And when you fail this, you are going to repeat. Finally, I went in. I think they asked me to draw something. It was total, total chaos. I said, hey, Lord, all, all that I am, all that I have, all my efforts, all I hope to be is become smoke. <laughs> so I remember as I was coming back to school, somebody saw me in the bus. And they looked at me and saw my face and said that something very bad has happened to this man. So when it was time for the results, I said, we call it ringside. Are you going to the ringside or are you... Me ringside? I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. 
I cannot go. So I stayed there sweating. My roommate, Dr. Notion, they went. They were very confident, you know. They, things had gone very well for them. I was there. When they came back with the bus, blowing the horn, when I was there, I knew that I failed. From 1982 to 85, when they came, they said, you passed. I said, me? I said, yeah, you passed. Your name is there, Lord. I said, it's not true. I said, you passed. And I said, Lord, from today, I will serve you. <laughs> I will serve you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will not follow this thing again. Never. I'm not going to give my energy, my effort, for what? And that is when I took a decision. I said, look, this thing, eh, I just need to pass. And that's the mind you all need to have for this earth. I just need to pass. That's why Paul said, food and raiment. Having food and raiment. Having food and raiment. Let us therewith be content. That's what it means. That's, you pass. But where the effort is, where the strength is, where the sacrifice is, where the commitment, where the decisions are taken, it will be in another direction. But for this earth, I just need to pass. And from that time, from that time, I took that decision. And I just need to pass. I need to still, because on this earth, you need food. You need raiment. You need a house. You need a car. They are basic things. God is not saying you don't have to have this. You don't have to have that. But it is not where my effort and my energy is. Then in 19, the next year, I went with the same attitude. I don't mind, Whatever. And then the Lord decided to bless me. The one who had almost failed. 1985, I went and I did the exam. And I remember. Another exam I had passed, I went. Uh, microbiology. The man asked me, what is the cause of sore throat? Sore throat? <laughs> so I said, streptococcus. He said, yes. Anything else? I mentioned everything, even gonorrhea. I mentioned gonorrhea is a cause of sore throat. Yes, he wouldn't move from that place. He wanted me to say some records. At the end of the exam, he told me, he said, okay, you can go. I said, okay, I've seen one before, this same behavior. <laughs> then I went to another exam, uh, pharmacology. They asked me, have you heard, do you know this drug? I said, no, I don't know it. So tell us about it anyway. I said, I, I look, I said, I have not heard of it before. <laughs> then the man took a paper and said, well, you wrote an essay on this, uh, uh, this here's your essay, and you passed very well. But as he was talking, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. I said, he mentioned that. I said, I, I don't know it. I have not heard of it before, but I have written an essay just two days ago. <laughs> My mind was blank. Then I went for pathology. And as I was sitting outside the pathology waiting for, the, for them to call me, somebody came out. He said, when he went, they asked him this. And I took note of it. And I had my book. And I just went through. <laughs> Scan. <laughs> when I went, then they took somebody's brain. They gave it to me. He said, ah, what do you see? I said, brain cancer, brain tumor. What does it do? Where is it from? And I mentioned a few things that I knew about it. This is what I know. I'm not afraid of you. I've seen your type before. 
<laughs> and then they asked me some other question, and I took them to another realm. Oh, then somebody made a mistake of asking me that question that they had asked. I was sitting outside, I, was, I had heard. When, so when everybody comes up, I said, what, is, what do you think they talk? They said, they asked me diabetes. I said, so I was ready. When they brought me to that place, I said, thank you, Lord, for jackpot. <laughs> oh, it was from, from that place to the end of the exam. Oh, man. I told them this, 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 that, 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 that. They were looking at me. When they reached a place, I knew they didn't know. I was looking at them. I realized that they were not sure anymore. <laughs> you see, medicine, the doctors are not sure. Many things they are not sure about. You just say, I was mentioning the syndromes and the name. In the skin, it causes this. In this, it causes that. In lungs, it causes this, 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 that. Then they got to a place, my lecturer, Dr. Wadwani, he said, Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, I said, blessing, it comes from the Lord. Oh. You may use your effort and you'll never get it. So I was waiting. They said, ringside after the exam. This was third year. Ringside, they are going. I said, ringside, I won't go. I've never been before. I will never go for this ringside. I was there when they came south. They said, Charlie, you top the whole this class distinction. Only, the, only there was no distinction in that whole year, only me. In anything. When I said, me distinction, when I was walking through Colibus. <laughs> 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 uh, the Lord has blessed me in the land. <laughs> the Lord has blessed me in the land of the living. <laughs> I'm really blessed. <laughs> but that was not the, the end of the blessing. A few months later, I was going out of my room downstairs. I was going down the stairs. Somebody came and said, Charlie, there's a letter for you. Me, a letter? Nobody has written a letter to me in the school before. When I saw, they said, Ad administration. When I opened the letter, congratulations, you have won so-and-so prize. Me, prize? This school that I've taken my spirit and my heart and my everything from the school, my mind and my spirit is on church. That's when I started the church. Medical school. I've taken my heart from it. Now my mind and my heart is on God. I'm now going to become... Um, uh, so I read the letter. They said, Valko, you two people, you've won the prize. So I went. They said, Valko, officer, I went there. Where we went? Finally, by the time they finished, they gave us a check. 2,000 and something pounds in those days. Me? 2,000? I had a bank account in London with one pound. Just only one pound. In the I said, I remember those bank managers. So when I went there, I put the check there. I said, put it in. Added 2,001 pounds. They paid it in. More blessings. The next year, I continued to do it till I finished the school. Top, top, top. When I finished, they wrote to me, said, oh, you don't need to go to this economy where you are one of the top five. I found a better job to do. I found something better to put my energy, my heart, my life, my zeal. Oh, I found something else to give myself to. And I'm going to give myself to that thing. I'm telling you. Look, and since I've served the Lord all these years, God has not disappointed me. Oh, oh. I thought I would be so poor in this life. I planned for poverty. 
You see, there are some things you have to, sometimes you have to make, pay a price for. When I was doing my house job, one day I was working in the night at the accident theater. And uh, somebody had come in and I had to sew the person. So I took the person to the theater and I was stitching the person. And as I was doing, the person's skin was very hard. So I was going, you see, you hold the, the thing like that and you pull it. Then the thing went into my finger. Big needle with the man's blood and my blood inside my gloves. You see, and I was wearing gloves and I was operating, so I couldn't even take my finger out of the thing and just squeeze the blood. That was the time the HIV had come fresh. So as I was suturing and then the blood was going, it was pinning me and I was moving with the blood. Then the Lord said, you can easily die here. I said, I've seen it, Lord. I've seen it this evening. That I can die here suddenly and easily. As I continue following a road that maybe you have not called me to, I'm going to give myself to you. I'm going to give myself to your word. And I plan to be poor. I said, oh, I'm going to stay in a small, I just plan, I said, Lord, if you can give me snip flats, two rooms. My, my aim in life was Dansoman snip flat. If I can get one to be there, that was my goal, personal goal. In life, that the Lord will bless me. Does have you seen that so much snake flies? Yeah, see a lot of people are staying there, they have tied all their clothes outside, pounding fufu in the place. It's not that easy, it's Chinatown, it's not an easy place. Yeah, that was my goal. I said, I mean, when I saw a goal, not I, I, at least if I'm, if I'm blessed. I'll be there. I didn't have anything. So I stayed in my father's hotel. My father's hotel room 14. I gave birth to two children there with two house helps. We were about six in the room. <laughs> we shared the room into pieces. <laughs> because you need some spaces to be active. <laughs> Forgive your, your mind. You see, your mind. Your mind. <laughs> God is washing you with ice water, I tell you. I'm preaching. I'm talking to somebody tonight. I'm ringing your phone tonight. I'm calling you on your mobile direct. Direct. It's a direct call. And I said, Lord, I'm going to do it. We were so broke. My wife said she wants to travel to go and work. So I, said, I said, I don't believe in this kind of going abroad to go and work. I said, your family members like traveling to work too much. I don't, I don't like that thing. But you see, when it reached a place, the poverty was too much. <laughs> so it got the plot. I, I agreed. I said, okay, go. So she went. She went to work in a factory. Her 
her mother was advising me. You see, it's a good idea. This church is a good idea, but her father was advising me. As of my father, they didn't mind me at all. He, he reached a place, he said, I won't pay the electricity bill at the hotel again. If you can be there, you'll be in it. <laughs> but the bill for that hotel, electricity, is not a small thing. So I was in it like that. So I also traveled. And I went. Followed my wife. Went work. I was pastor of this church. I've worked carrying boxes to get money. When I finished, I went to see my sister, sat down with her. I said, sister, my big sister. I have one big sister. I said, sister, I want to be a pastor. And I want you to help me. Will you help me? She said, how? I said, I need you to give me money. I asked her for money. Give me money every month. The church, these students, they can never pay me. So give me money. Will you give me? She said, I will help you. If you are going to preach, I believe it's a great thing. And I will support you. I will help you. And so she began to send me money every month. God bless her. Oh, yeah. You see, some of you, you come around and you don't know where we came from. You see us moving around and in the ministry, you are a big man, you have this, you do this, but you don't know. We didn't have chairs. When you come to my house, I have to show you how to sit down before you sit. But the certain place when you sit, you are just descending, and he descended into hell, and then he rose on the third day. You rise after the third minute. just continued. And here we are. Another delusion is that you must not suffer. It's a delusion. There's no suffering. There's no suffering. It's a deception. It's a lie. It's a lie from any angle you pick it up from. It's a lie. There will be no suffering. There will be no difficulty. It's a lie from any if you want to pick it up from any angle, you'll find out that it's a lie. Turn with me to Luke chapter 9. I, want, I don't want you to miss this part. I'm getting to the end. And verse 18. And it came to pass as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him. And he asked them saying, Whom say the people that I am? Luke chapter 9. Verse 19. And they answered and said, John the Baptist. But some say Elias. And others say that out of one of the old prophets is risen. Again. Verse 20. And he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Peter answering said, The Christ of God. Very important. But we can't make any comments about that. Verse 21. 
And he straightly charged them. Are you with me? And commanded them to tell no man that thing. Saying, notice, the son of man must suffer. Not that he is going to experience, he must suffer. He must suffer many things and be rejected. He must suffer and he must be rejected. It must happen. He must be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and the scribes and be slain and be raised on the third day. He must suffer. Everybody say he must suffer. He must. There is suffering included in following God. And even in this life, there is suffering. And anybody who thinks otherwise is deluded to the highest degree. It's one of the highest kinds of delusions. There are churches today, if you die before the age of 70, they will not allow you to be buried in a church because you didn't have faith. They say, if you have faith, you will not die before you are 70. These are some of the, and it's like, if you have faith, you will never take medicine. If you have faith, nothing bad can ever happen. Notice, verse 27, verse 28, and it came to pass about eight days after these sayings, he took Peter and John and James and went into a mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered, and his raiment was white and glistening. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias. Notice verse 20, 31. Who appeared in glory and spake of his decease, which he should accomplish. 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 This is an accomplishment. This is an achievement. He must accomplish his decease in Jerusalem. But Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep. Peter was always sleeping. And when they were awake, they saw his glory and the two men that stood with him. And then it came to pass after they parted from him. But Peter said, Jesus, Master, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles. Amen. But notice, notice verse 31. He said, who appeared in glory and spake of his decease, which he should accomplish. Can you imagine meeting myself meeting with eight pastors and discussing some accomplishments we must a- accomplish? And one of the accomplishments is to suffer. What accomplishment was he discussing with them? How to build the church? Or how to go and have a crusade? Or how to have an outreach? But how he must accomplish a great suffering and rejection. How he must go through it. Many of us don't know that God will take us times through many things. No matter who you are, you know. I was talking to somebody recently. I was telling him, he felt that he was rejected by all the church. I said, me, I'll be rejected. You don't have any idea. Everybody will experience some kind of suffering. That is why you look through this world and you see that people are not, they may have everything, but they don't seem, not everybody seems to be happy. In fact, most people are not happy. How many have realized that most people are not happy? <sighs> you pray for this, you have it still, you are not happy. You ask for that, you get it still, you are not happy. And you realize that there is need for us to go through certain things. Bible says he must how he must suffer. He must not that it may, he must. It's something that must happen. There are some things that must happen to me. There are some things that I must go through. There are some things that you must go through. There are things that you are is planning, scheduled for. The Bible says in Hebrews five seven. Jesus learned obedience by the things he suffered. Except you suffer, 
In 2 Timothy, the Bible said, if we suffer with him, we shall reign with him. Paul said that, I'll be, that I may know him and be conformable to his death. When he was called, they said, you, you must go through. We are going to show you what you must go through. It must happen. And I tell you, that is what we are all running away from. Our whole lives are running away. But Jesus was planning. Grow up today. And know when God is bringing something to you, embrace it. Embrace this and go towards it. Because when you go with it a certain mind, you go with strength and with zeal. And even though Jesus was suffering on the cross, his Bible says he endured looking ahead. He despising the shame. He could see the glory that was laid up for him. There are things that some of you, and some of us, we stay away from. If Jesus had stayed away from the cross, he was staying away from the glory. Faith in God does not mean faith in a particular outcome. Amen. Uh, faith in God does not mean this is the, this is, it must be this. I must have a Mercedes Benz. No, no, no. That means that I have, my faith has worked. No, you can have faith in God. It's different from faith in a particular way on a particular outcome of something, of a particular problem. It's different. Sometimes you have to go through things. And I don't understand it myself. And why would even Jesus have to suffer? Why would he have to suffer? And many of us stay away from the glory and the blessings that God has from us. Because when he brings the suffering, sometimes we reject it and we refuse it. Or we run away. But Jesus was discussing with Moses and Elijah how he must accomplish certain sufferings. I mean, I, I can't do Yes, but you are suffering for other things. And you are paying the price for a whole lot of other things. That one there... I see it all the time. People are suffering for things. How many have suffered up to today since you were born? You've seen that you've suffered for certain things. Ah. But not for God. Not for Christ. Some of you in your marriages, you are ready to jump out. You're not prepared to, to endure all things. Bible says endure all things. Love endures all Love, uh, what does it say? Bears all things. You can't bear anything. As for you there, you can't bear anything. You can't take I can't take this nonsense anymore. For some of you, that's the suffering that God is bringing you. Maybe he has paired you up with a monster or a semi-monster so that you will go through certain things. That will wreck certain things in you so that you can reign with him one day. You know, if I want to meet with some pastors, if I want to meet with some pastors, you know, to discuss certain things, I have to meet with people who have been through certain things. I can't just meet with somebody who has a title pastor. Yeah. What have you been through? Yeah. First, you must be rejected. You must, you must be rejected. You must suffer. And you are running away from it. Accept it. Walk in it. Embrace it. Say, Lord, if this is it. What do you think Jesus just say? I believe I'll be 70 years old. No. I'm not, I don't believe I'll be. I believe in God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, believe in God. He said, believe in 70 years or believe in this. Me, I, I believe, I believe in God. I thank God for 70 years. If God wants me to die, I'm ready. And I like it. If it is his will, yeah, it's a great thing. It's better than any other, any other way of doing things. Any day, any day, any day. That's faith in God. Not faith in an outcome. 
They are two different things. And Jesus said, have faith in God. For how long will we knock at God's door and cry as though God is there? God knows. And some of us, we, he, he has to pepper us, even Jesus. Eesh. You ask yourself, why was it necessary? Some of you look at how stubborn you are. They can preach, they can show the torchlight that said, this is the light, and this place there are snakes. You will walk with the snakes. And you are still walking with the snakes. I can say it in different ways still, you will walk with the snakes. I lie or I no lie. <laughs> it's a deception. It's a delusion. That message that everybody is going to be rich is another delusion. Everybody is not going to be rich. Jesus Christ said, You will always have the poor with you. No matter what you preach, no matter how you say it, no matter what messages you bring, there will always be poor people. There will always be poor amongst us. It is true that God wants us to prosper, but you must know that God is greater than any particular way of doing things. John the Baptist died when he was about 30, 33. I mean, was he a man? Jesus yet said, he's the greatest, greatest of all these prophets. That's God speaking. Can you accept it? Go higher. Come out of your delusions and deceptions. Everybody, some of you, your whole life is waiting to get a visa. And here you are waiting for this visa. You are just struggling to get a visa. Some of you struggling to get a husband. And your whole life is waiting on this husband. And ask those who have found their husbands whether they are so happy with these husbands. <laughs> ask them. Ask them after church. Go and say that Bishop said I should ask you whether it is well with you. And whether you will recommend this situation to us. Something that has been written in the Bible as a curse, that you desire something and that it's a curse. I mean, how can it end up? You have a lot of issues. May you be delivered from your delusions, your deceptions. Trust in the Lord. Let's, let's believe in God. Let's walk with him. Let's walk with him. Let's go through what he has decided that we should go through. Look, I've suffered many things as you see me standing here. You know, I was preaching. When I went to preach somewhere, I went to preach in Malaysia. I was just telling my normal, so I didn't think it was any. After the pastor said to me, it seems you have been through a lot of things. <laughs> and then after I thought, hey, what did I say? You know, but all that I was saying was my normal stories. And just this time when I went to Deban and I was sharing normally, the pastor said, it seems you have been through a lot of hurts. So no, if you hurt me, I'm not hurt by anybody. I, I'm happy, happy with everybody. But you see, when you hear the story, you realize that, hey, Charlie, it's not been easy. What have you been through? What have you survived? What have you survived? Look at the things Paul went beatings. And you say he's not called. Beatings, shipwreck. If God is with you, why does your every ship that you take it gets an accident? If God, and you see, we have such thing that if God is with you, your ship shouldn't have an accident. You should, you should never get sick. He was always praying for sick people in his team. 
Timothy even had to write prescription of wine. I mean, he's not, he's not a doctor. That prescription that he wrote, up to today, it has caused problem in the church. <laughs> a lawyer writing medical prescriptions. Up to today, it's still causing confusion. It has given us countless debates over this prescription. When, when, when one of his people was sick, Epaphrodite, he said, God has had mercy on him. And then not only him, but on me, lest I should have sorrow after sorrow. It's, just, it's only mercy that the man didn't die. Mercy. Trophimus, I left him and be led to sick. These are delusions and deceptions. And we have the mind, say, yeah, I'm going to marry uh, uh, James Bond. You, you will marry James Fool, James Fool. <laughs> He said that the person I'm going to marry is going to be like this. He will be like that. He will talk like this. His mouth will be like that. He said, look. There is nothing like that. There's nothing like that. It's a delusion. A delusion is something that you believe in spite of what? Contrary evidence. It's there. You can see. One brother came to me and said, hey, Bishop. Do you see those people that married two months ago? I saw them coming for some serious heated counseling. And he was afraid. He said, the thing is not easy. Eight weeks. The counseling is not easy. <laughs> you should receive instruction. Don't forget I told you the tape after church, eh? Don't forget, especially, it's very, especially the first and especially the second. <laughs> if you see that thing, you see that just eight weeks, these people were smiling here. <laughs> they were smiling and they came. The eight weeks, the, he did something, counsel, said, hey, in fact, you receive instruction, you receive understanding immediately. Come on. It's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. So, I mean, I thought that my wife would be, it would look like Princess Diana. She would look like Princess, uh, uh, what? I, I thought my wife would be, I, I, I saw a certain woman at the, this, uh, this place, uh, this um, uh, this uh, magazine, uh, this uh, pornography magazine, I saw, so, and then she was dancing like this. So I thought that my wife would come and dance like. Oh. That, that's not how it is. These people are being paid money to stand like that and to dance, smile like that. Will you pay her? Okay, pay her. <laughs> Give her some money and see what maybe she will respond. I thought that he would come home and when he opens the door, he said, Darling, there's no darling. Even his word doesn't know how to say darling. <laughs> darling, he doesn't know how to say it. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. He may rather call you Domedo or a trophy. Come. <laughs> or you when he gets, they say, Where's my food? Hey. Ah, who is that? Why are you? Who is that?
I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Hey! Our minds are on imaginary things that are not real. Perfect situations that are not. Look, life on this earth has been downgraded. Even your mind, the greatest computer scientists use only 10% of the brain. Nobody understands how. Since the man fell, our thinking faculties have been greatly downgraded. Our lives have 10% of what Adam and Cole lived. They were living 900 years. We are living 60 years, 50 years, 40, 30, uh, 70. When you just serve the cry, you feel that you've reached somewhere. It's a small percent. Life, everything on this earth has been cursed. That's why Paul said, my life is hid with Christ in God. Yeah. When Christ shall appear, then also my life shall appear. It's like I am now going to blow time when Christ appears. That's just when it's going to be. I wanted my I wanted my husband to have sex with me over time. I I like it. I can't stay without it. But now he's he's like an old man in the house. He's an old man in the house. Enjoy life with the old man in your house. And and endure the old manship that you have in the house. And be content with such things that if you get it once a year, once a month, once a whatever. You see, some people are sitting here saying, Oh, I wish, I pray to be once a month because it's every day. <laughs> so, those who have every day, I pray, Lord, let it be once in two months. And those who have once in two months say, Lord, move, Lord, touch this man, put some fire in him, Lord, let him rise from the dead, let resurrection power touch his life. You try your horn and say, I'm tired, I'm feeling cold, I, I don't like it. Now he's an old man, eh? when he sees you cry, he looks at you. I see, but I can't see. I thought on my birthday he will come and then he will light candles. It's, it's not that. It's, it's not like that. <laughs> Even to remember the birthday he cannot remember before candles. Christ came to save us from our delusions and our deceptions. Things that are not real. And we will fight until... Some of you, if you don't start to get in your right mind, you will never be happy till you die. I'm telling you. You'll be married for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. And you will still be forcing to change something into something that you imagine. And it cannot be. 
Christ came to save us. To, to, when they saw him sitting, clothed, and in his right mind, they marveled. From heaven, they are watching to see the day that you will sit in your right mind and know that, look, life on this earth, you see, once your mind is here, all your everything is here. That's why you are fighting so much for here. Start to fight for there. Start to reach out and say, Lord, In uh, February, I was in South America on the Pacific Ocean. I went to a restaurant there with some people, some other Christians. And uh, after we were standing by the ocean, and there were these yachts. You know what a yacht is? It's a ship. It's a type of canoe, big one. Very expensive, owned by millionaires. And I was working with some other Christians. And as we walk, beautiful shine. You see this one? It's only the millionaires who own this. And I said to them, I just passed by, I said, oh, I'll have mine in heaven. And I was walking. Then somebody said, oh, music. what does he say? I want mine here. I want mine here. I want mine here. I know. This one said, I'll have mine here. And I realized there are two different ways of thinking. I want mine here, I want mine there. I want mine there. My mind is, my mind is there. If it happens that whilst I'm on this earth, for some reason or other, something like that comes to me, fine. But if not, fine. I'm very happy looking, laying up treasures there. But you see, what we are saying is imaginary. We are thinking about something in the future, but we are, I mean, not able to experience it there. You will experience it shortly. You know, when people die, you die one, two, three, so you don't see. But in some years, almost all of us will not be alive. All of us here. There will be just a few who ever sat here. <laughs> all of us would have quenched one way or another. Pa, 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 pa. 70 years from now, you think you'll be here? Oh, please. 70 years from now, even 50 years from now, 50 years, and how old would you be? 74. By that time, you'd be like, what now? You'll be walking. 74. How would you be? 50 years? 82 years old. Can you imagine if I was going 82 years he will shout. He will see the young one. We used to dance over there too. Man. We used to shout, "Woyo, woyo!" In our days, in our days, "Woyo, woyo" used to be something a musical, and he'll be working. Fifty years. Almost all of us would have cleared from here. We will be on our way. That's about you. 50 years. He uh, said uh, uh, he'd be a choir director in heaven. <laughs> but you know, I was telling the people on Sunday, heaven is real. 
there was this um, documentary, which I, I, I hope one day I can get and show us here, scientific BBC documentary about people who died. They, 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 they froze them. That's why I said, I want you to get that tape, because I can't tell you everything. But they froze, one lady, they froze her to about 10 degrees, 15 degrees, cold, and operated on her, stopped her heart, stopped her brain, stopped everything for a short period. And while she was under that thing, she had an experience, and she went up to heaven. She didn't, they didn't even call it heaven. They said it went up. But the first thing was that she came out of her mouth or out of her body. And she was in the operating room up there and she was looking at them. And they were operating on her body. And for them to do that operation in their brain, they had to cut, get a small vein from inside her leg. So they had, and when they cut here and they tried to get the vein, the vein was too small. So the lady said, uh, sir, we've got a problem. The vein is, the, the, the whatever is too small. The blood vessel is too small. And the guy said, try the other side. She described everything to them, what they said, how they did this, how the meanwhile she was body frozen, brain dead, clinically dead, everything, breathing, heart, everything, pupils. She was dead. And they brought her back. And then she described everything. Then after that, she went up to heaven. Told her she met her uncle who had died some years ago. So what is this place? And somebody who had died as a child. She met them and they were going further. Hmm. <laughs> ah. when you die the Bible says in Abraham uh, the rich man died and in hell he lifted up his eyes and seeth Abraham far and then the Bible says and Lazarus was carried by the angel when you die you just leave this body and you come out my pastor one of my pastors is a prophet he was telling me, he said he was an unbeliever and one day something happened and he died. He said he, he died, he must have died, that was it. And he came out of his body and he went down, 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 down. One of my pastors said, he went down and as he was going, he said, it was getting darker and hotter and then he got far down and then he heard a voice and somebody, somebody wanted to take him. Then he met somebody. And then a voice came and said, What? Give him another chance. Give him another chance. <laughs> I'll let him tell you his story himself. Give him another chance. He came up down. And he said, When he came up, nobody witnessed himself for two weeks, three weeks. He was very, very afraid and sober. That was not even when he got saved. He got saved later when I talked to him. I witnessed to him and I led him to Christ. I said, the thing is real. One of my pastors was telling me, she said, I came out of my body and I was above. I saw my body. And one of these victims, she said she was, another one was in a car accident. She came out. They interviewed several people who are abroad under all the controlled conditions, you know, of intensive care where they monitor them and some of them died. They controlled all of them and they watched them. One by one. And you see the different experiences. Everybody comes out of his body, continues. It's just a matter of time. Oh, please. And when you die, everything is over. And only what you have prepared for eternity be ready. Let's be delivered into our right minds. And let's rise. Start to think correctly. 
God has no intention of reducing you. He has only intentions of raising you. And I see him raising you. Blessing you. Promoting you. As you love him. And you give yourself to him. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands and thank him right now. Just thank him. Just ask God, Lord, deliver me from my delusions, my deceptions. Oh God, my failures. Help me to lift my eyes. Put my eyes up on heaven. Trust you, Lord. Live for you, Lord. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. Speak to the Lord. I'm not going to sing many songs. Just everybody lift your hand and speak in tongues right now. Speak to the Lord. I want to be more like Jesus. I Will you live for him? Or will you live all your life for this head and this life? Accomplishing things that are earthly, nothing spiritual. Jesus. Ah, oh Jesus, is your mind only down here, or is your mind lifted up to the Lord? Wanna be a vessel you work through. Speak to the Lord. No music. Nothing. Everybody, just close your eyes, lift your hands to the Lord, and pray. Just pray. I, I feel we need to pray right now. Mando para la mama, 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 para la mama. La bara bala bala bala, bala 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 bala. Libre de lemen, libre de lemen, libre de lemen, de libre de, de libre de, de libre de. Bara libre de libre de, bara Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Arrivo la da da, 
Speak to the Lord, Belenomo, Sabarakanali de Be, Kelo Sandalama, Berelisto Bolo, Peredi Ledede, 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 Shandele Berede Vekiborale Levede, Peredi Levede, Lobanadi, Soberodori, Severede, Lord, save us from our delusions, deceptions, Lord, of this life, Lord, Terekebre, Severele, Severe. Rose, Debrele, Crobosa, Rebelli, Prodele, Labrede, Sobrede, Paradebe, Jebrede, 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 Debrede, 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 Debrede. Oh, in the right mind, Lord, in the right mind, Lord, we turn into the right mind, Lord, the right mind. Paregebele, Severede, Shebelebeke, Banabanadi, the right mind, clothed, sitting in the right mind, in the right mind. We enter the right mind, Lord, Shabakaba. Shabakaba, Kabakaba, Kebekaba, Kabakabaka, Kabekebakabaka, Kecheba Kabadas, Kabali de Kesapo, Labrekese. We come to our senses, Lord. We come to our senses, Lord. Lepedekese. We Kadebo Kosade de Shebeda, Karaba, Roba, Sabe, Rebeles, Trebeke, Cheriba, 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 Prestete, Shebere, Taleba, Tibre, Tubra, Tibra. Pura, Sebralados, Shandelebe, oh Jesus, 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 oh God, Kasekele, let our sacrifice not be for this earth, but for you and for eternity. Shabbat Sebeke, Kebeke, Kebeke, our years and our days. Oh, Barasa, Tireke, Sebero, Perelido Brese, Peredila Barasso. Speak to the Lord from the bottom of your heart. Say, Lord, save me from my delusions and all kinds of deceptions, Lord, that we live by and we walk by and we, we live and just take our whole lives through. Taribeste, Seribeste, Chilevere, Chalbirike, Chibele, Chaba, Chalobo, Sapela, Sapela, Shaba, Poshala, Parekata Sabala, Kabere Ketaraba Jupe, Chande, Chimbe, Chabala, Chibere. In Jesus' name, Seba, 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 Ajalaba, 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 Palasakata, Bosataya. We break through the doors of deception and the walls of delusions all around us. We break out in the name of Jesus. Mata Sabeleba, Prasa Tekerebolamo, Paradeso Palada, Paradale Mejiko Satala. Chabe Santalaba, Chabe Santalaba, Chabe Santalaba, Chabe Santalaba, Masataya. In the name of Jesus, Kambosapa, 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. 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 Blessed be Jesus. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Speak to the Lord. Lord, save me from delusions, deceptions. Sandama, Mokatama, Beleba, Munteke, Samakako, Kala, 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 Kala. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Light is come, light is come, light is come. Light is come into the world. May love darkness rather than light. May our minds work correctly to love the light. Rasam beleleke barolama shemelele beleke 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 Oh, yes, Lord. 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 Save us, O God, from our delusions and deceptions, Lord. Help us to walk in the light, O oh God. In the light, O oh God. In the light, Lord. Why would we walk in darkness when there is light? Save us from having a wrong mind, Lord. Save us from being mad, Lord. Oh, Tamalo, so many Kimbo Ramada, Badi, say the Libula, Taba, Bekolis, Podaba, Baba, 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 Rodula, Robula, Shimbelebe, Kruba, Kruba, Erompus, Erompus. Holy, 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 holy. 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 Holy, 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 holy. Holy, 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 holy. Mando, come on, 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pray, 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 Lord, save me from delusions and deceptions, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Speak to the Lord. Just thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him right now. He's taking you forward. He's taking you on. He's taking you higher. He's taking you on in Him, in Him, in Him. He's teaching you about the kingdom of heaven. He's showing you the way, a higher way, the better way. Thank you, Lord. For a moment, there is none like him. We could search through this whole earth. From East Legon to Kumasi, we'll never find anything that can compare with the knowledge. Paul said, but what things were gained? What things were valuable? Those I counted loss for Christ. And yea, doubtless, doubtless, I count all things but lost for the excellency. There's nothing on this earth that can be compared with the excellency. If our eyes can go to the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus our Lord, we will have greater peace and be delivered from delusions and deceptions. Lift your hands. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.